Another lesson from my neighborhood. Do you know how to tell if mom is overdosing on drugs? If your mom shoots dope every day like mine, you can only help her if you know the signs of an overdose. An overdose? Yes, an overdose. Don't call the ambulance if you're in doubt Unless she shakes uncontrollably or foams at the mouth That's an overdose Okay, that's an overdose mm -hmm. That's an overdose You could find her on the floor or find her in bed And if you know what to do, she won't end up dead Of an overdose Really? Yes, an overdose Oh, I don't know. The signs of danger are simple to see. If she's twitching and seizing and can barely breathe, that's an overdose. Yeah. That's an overdose. That's an, an overdose. overdose. Mom always knows best. Just because you're not playing does not mean you're not a player. Scott McGusky! Scott McGusky. Hey, you got any honeys you like it? Lisa, she's pretty fly. What? Same name as my girl. Give me the ball, Jimmy. Testing one, two, three. There we go. There we go. Now they can hear me. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Sinister One, broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to the booth, and we got a very busy show tonight. I actually bypassed 
the uh, intro tonight because I wanted to get right into my guests. I got two guests tonight, but I got to thank my guest for last week, special guest recording artist, Raph the Ruler, for coming on the show last week to talk about his show he did Friday night at Sammy's Patio's Lounge. Um, did a show with DJ Terminology. It was a great event. Looked like the house was packed. Um, also got to thank my special guest, Crystal Tyson, who came on with me. I invited Crystal on because she actually went down to the Tampa Bay game to see Tampa Bay's opener against Dallas. So she came on to talk about that, but she also came in to talk, out, talk with me about the hashtag Free Britney movement that her and I are totally against. Um, we both follow Britney Spears' IG, and we both agree that her IG is just a complete other mess and if those who watch should be seeing the signs of someone who's being manipulated and someone who's being used uh, we talked about the fact that the boyfriend as soon as now as the father is now relinquishing control all of a sudden the boyfriend that's been there for years has decided to pop the question and propose to her and now everybody's like oh wait a minute here uh, she needs to protect her money well you all didn't want her father protecting the money so this is what happens um britney just about three hours it's funny three hours after this show aired uh, I was like the next morning, Britney Spears had deleted her IG account. But like we thought, it would only last four days. Britney Spears is back doing crazy stuff again. And it's just a shame um, to see these people. You know, they grow up in Hollywood and they're just ruined by whatever mentally. And it's just it's just a tough watch. And my prayers go out to her, her family and what they're going through. And um, yeah, it, it, it's a tough one, tough one. But my first guest is on with me before we even get into the show. Looking over to my left, if you guys have seen the brand new movie, number it was number one for a while, and then it was knocked out by Shang-Chi, but it's still actually number one in the UK right now. If you haven't seen it yet, you want to make sure to get out there, check out Ryan Reynolds' new film, filmed here in Boston. Now, Ryan Reynolds has filmed like Three movies, four movies in the Boston area here. Uh, we've been lucky to have him here for these films. And Free Guy was actually filmed around in this area. And one of the people who was in this film is a local personality, singer, performer, artist, and now can add actress to her resume because we're going to show the trailer that features her in it. It's a little scene and Destiny Claymore. Welcome to the show. Not bad, not bad. So... Tell me how this all started because you were you were really a, a music artist before all of this acting stuff took off. How did this all come about? And after I sang on the Vans Warped Tour, the stadium tour in 2018, um, I just got a phone call from their team at 20th Century. And they were like, we're looking for the time I had a very tall, like an eight inch tall mohawk, the side shaved. I only have one side shaved now. <laughs> um, but they were like, we were looking for a black girl with a mohawk and we've never seen somebody who actually like has it. Do you want to audition for this part? And I thought it was a joke. So I hung up the phone. I was like, I'm playing with my time. <laughs> um, and they called back and he was like, yeah. We're trying to reach Destiny Claymore to do this audition for this Ryan Reynolds movie. And I was like, oh, all right. And then they said it was about video games and I was sold. I grew up like, I'm a hardcore gamer. Ooh, I have been so am I. Don't, don't let me put uh, Legend you on the of Dragoon PS1. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm a real one. I'm not one of the ones okay. that can say that. Yeah, 
So <laughs> once they said it was a gaming movie, I was like, I'm in my bag. I'm in my element. <laughs> and um, now we're here. I have, oh my gosh, I have so many scenes in that movie. I didn't know that it would be so huge and um, such a huge opportunity. So uh, yeah, now we're here. And and I, you know, just in the trailer alone, I saw you in this trailer. Um, it's a promo trailer that that I'm going to show after the interview when we take a break. Um, and it's about Ryan Reynolds and how he got into shape for one of the characters in the film. Kind of explain to people about this film because it, it was a hit film. It, it, almost anything that Ryan Reynolds touches is pretty much oh, yeah. gold. Um, He's super talented and very funny. <laughs> What was it like just being on set? Because you had a pretty good cast. This this was a very good cast for this. Yes. Okay. So, um, spoiler alert in case anybody yeah. has. Oh yeah, seen yeah, it. definitely. Were... This is an interview. There's going to be spoilers. So, yes. So the cast was already amazing. Um, you have Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waititi, Joe Keery from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. uh, Taika Waititi who directed Thor Ragnarok, which was fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have uh, who else? I had a brain fart. Lil Rel, uh, Jodie Carmer. Utkarsh, already an all-star cast. Then you throw in the cameos of Channing Tatum, Hugh Jackman, Tina Fey. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, the list is just so big. Uh, obviously, Mr. Captain America himself, Chris Evans. Um, yeah, it was crazy to to be not only invited by like some of these people, but to mm-hmm. be addressed like as an equal and to work with these people and to learn so much um, working with them. For anybody who's not aware, the movie's premise is uh, Ryan Reynolds is a NPC in a video game. So for those who don't play video games, it's those characters that have the same dialogue input, (laughs) no matter how many times you talk to them, no matter what you do, they'll say the same things to you. Ryan Reynolds becomes self-aware and then he has to save his world. Um, I play one of the characters that helped design the game. I work for Taika Waititi's character, Antoine. My character is the art nerd. I helped design the aesthetics for the game, the skins, and I helped design everybody's favorite uh, messed up NPC dude. (laughs) Designing the skins, man. And anyone who plays Fortnite and who's a parent of a child of Fortnite, when you mention that word skins... They just got a little bit of PTSD right there. Cause, mm-hmm. and, I'm be, and, I, and I'm gonna be talking about that in my news booth today. Um entertainment entertainment booth. There's actually a story about Fortnite in my news booth and entertainment booth today. But uh man, it, it must have been great to be in this film. The question I have to ask you is though, with all those cameos and all of that stuff, and I've been in films before myself, and I know sometimes there's a lot of, you know, secrecy, NDAs and things of that sort. When you have these type of cameos of such like you Jackman and you know do they tell you guys right up front, okay, here's what's happening here. None of this can go on social media, you know, no um, pictures and real tight. I sets. found out about the cameos, I would say like two months before you guys found out. Oh, um, really? Yeah, they were very secretive uh, about everything. And um, the things that we did see, obviously, there are NDAs in, in place. I couldn't even talk about what I was working on uh until we we shot the movie in 2019 a lot of people don't know that and it didn't come out till 2021 so that whole time I had to be quiet (laughs) I couldn't even say what I had been working on it was killing me um I couldn't say what I was being flown out for and everybody saw like the um saw like what was going on and I couldn't like say anything so they're very secretive 
And after we saw it at the premiere and we saw all the cameos, uh, it was emphasized again, like, do not pull a Tom Holland. Like, do not <laughs> drop anything, please. Like, don't say anything. Um, I actually went up to the director, Sean Levy. He also directed Night at the Museum and Stranger Things and Shadow and Bones on Netflix. Um, I went up to him afterwards and I was like, that was such a good choice. Uh, and as a gamer, like, it blew my mind to, I don't want to do the big spoiler, but everything that happened when he fought dude is all I'm mm. going to say um so cool to see all of the video game references and, and oh, comic book references wait. like thrown in there and um I like just told him like I thought that was so cool that you put that in there he was like thanks please don't tell social media <laughs> like, please don't tell anybody <laughs> I, was like, I would never <laughs> it's like the new thing you know it's crazy because you know you see these people they go out there and you know there's some people kind of get off on going out there and kind of ruining it for everybody but you know like i said i looked at when i saw the trailer i was like oh my god this looks so good and i said you know there's there's been a lot of good video game movies out there and i remember following you because you were you were a performer and i remember following you because you were performing that and that was why and then before covid hit you know you were kind of cryptic about this film and then it was like during covid it was like you could see it. You wanted to just tell people about stuff, but you couldn't say ish <laughs> during no, COVID. And, <laughs> and everybody was like, you see a transformation and she's like going places more. And like there's, there's something happening here. Um, there was a lot that happened from the movie. I ended up doing uh, my first TV show role. And then I started modeling. I got signed to my first agency. So it was, I, I know people saw like a lot of transformation right, right, in front of them right. and weren't getting any answers. <laughs> Right. So it's nice to like finally have that out and now everybody knows what's going on and they're caught up. So who did you bring with you to your premiere? Because that, that's got to be hard. You're, you're only allowed so many people. It's got to be hard to, you know, to choose your number ones for this movie premiere. I didn't get to bring anybody. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Very painful. Yeah, I had to go alone. Um, my top picks, though, in this order was my dad, my grandmother, and uh, then my my mentor, Mike Ross, because um, he's the one who encouraged me to do the audition. I wasn't going to do it. Right, so in that right. order, that's where I wanted to go. And they were like, you can only bring yourself because we, we don't want to have spoilers. And I was like, OK. Oh, so wow. It was it's that deep now. Jesus. Oh, that hurts. That hurts, you know, because for me, it would have to be it would have to be a parent. It have to be my dad right off the bat. My dad was my first choice. Yeah, it'd have to be a parent right off the bat. You, you, and then after that, it would be my my boys. My two boys would be next to who I would bring to something like that if allowed. Now, I know this because I was in the film The Game Plan with The Rock. And I, one of the things I learned from being in my first major motion picture was, was the difference in food. Like, the extras got this certain t- but. The people who were in the film, the characters. Oh yeah, they fed me like a god. I was going home. With, <laughs> I was going home with huge boxes of chef-made like stuff I had never even heard of. I was just like, throw it in the car, just throw yo, it all in there. Yo, anybody watching this show right now? They all just saw that real. When I mentioned the food part, your face, that smile. Look, I'm just oh telling god. people. I'm telling people, if you've never been in a movie. And you do get a chance to be in a motion picture. I'm just letting you know the one thing behind the scenes that everybody will talk about is the food that gets catered to to the actors. Because mm-hmm. I, I started I started out 
as a football player extra in the game plan with the rock. And then what happened was, was I had the, I had the look, I had the size, I had football knowledge. So I ended up getting moved up to being a player on the opposing team in the big jet championship game against the rock. The, and, and I got moved up. So I got moved up for the last three or four days of the shoot. And uh, at Gillette Stadium, and that moved me up into getting the better food. And once I got, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yes, I had um, what is it called? Uh, it's like potato something. I can't remember right now. Scalloped potatoes for the first time uh-huh. with them. They were just giving me stuff. I had they had like roast and all <laughs> kinds of things, and they just bring it up to my dress room and to my trailer. And they're like, "Do you need anything else? You need like a water? Do you need some donuts, a coffee?" I'm like, "I am stuffed. I am chilling. Like if you feed me more, I'm gonna fall asleep before you get through the scene. Like I'm good." Right. And yeah. I love eating. I'm like such a foodie. So like people were like, "Oh, how was it being on set?" And like they got upset because I was talking about the food. Like I had a great time <laughs> eating the food. <laughs> That stuff was cool too, but it, yeah, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> you don't know anybody. If I was to bring Frank Zanowski on here, who's an actor, anybody I know, if I brought them on here that's been in a major motion picture, all you gotta do is mention food, and they're gonna be like, oh, oh, and it's like you know, and it's tough because if you're an actress, a leading actress, and you gotta you gotta stay at a certain weight. Oh, oh you God. must be you must be walking around the set mad as as hell (laughs) no at the time i was cool it was with what came after that so like after that role um and the other roles um started coming in so like i did the expecting tv show um that's when i really had to i'm already people have seen me i've I've always been very like about my physique especially like being a break dancer and stuff like Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. um but the clothes that they have us in, like, so on camera, they look great. But, like, the outfit I had for Free Guy, that was skin tight. Both of them were, like, skin tight outfits. Like, they had to come in and, like, like undo the calves a little bit because I have big calf muscles from ballet. And, like, right, right. so I'm really, it's hard now because, like, you know, they feed us like gods. And then, <laughs> like, it's like, hey, but make sure you keep that 27-inch waist <laughs> because you have to wear that thing tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. So I, I run, like... Uh, I run like two and a half miles a day. Um, I still stick to that. But sometimes it's just so hard because I love cookies. I love, I just like eating. It's a struggle. <laughs> and people don't even know. People are always just like, you're so skinny. I'm like, you have no idea the sacrifices. Right, exactly, exactly. So I want you to give you a shout out to uh, all your social media, let people know how they can follow you and kind of let us know what you got coming up. Because you so actually dropped I'm some Destiny videos. Claymore. Yes, I'm Destiny Claymore at Destiny Claymore everywhere try to keep it simple at destiny claymore destiny like destiny's child claymore like the anime or the bomb or the scottish sword whatever have you <laughs> destiny claymore are you are you going to try to get down to comic con this year in rhode island now that we're out of covid uh, i might i might i the the one that killed me the most was um missing pax east oh, like during yeah. covid because that would have been the perfect place to like talk a video game movie and I had gotten asked to, and then COVID hit. And I was just like, of course, when I finally get to talk at Pax East, the world ends. It's like my luck. <laughs> well, I, hey, I wouldn't mind going down and supporting you if you end up actually down there at Rhode Island Comic Con as as a guest down there. That'd be awesome That'd to be see awesome. you get Yeah, that would be awesome to see you get that call and be down there and be able to speak at Rhode Island Comic Con. That's a, that's a humongous crowd down there every year. Right. Last year, it was you know, canceled because of COVID. Um, and they had a whole good setup of guests last year that was supposed to come through 
So most of those people hopefully will come back this year. Actually, there was somebody on there last year who actually passed away this year, so they won't be around this year. But yeah, definitely would love to see you down there at Rhode Island Comic Con this year because uh, I think that's the no first week of November that usually is around. So it'd be great to see that. And um, what I got to do here before I let you go and show this trailer um, of Free Guy, what would you, if you could be in something else that's coming up, what would you, what genre would you want to be in next? It'd be horror, a drama, Free Guy was kind of a comedy. Do... So what would you Free Guy was be? like an action comedy. If I could do anything right now, I would do something like the first Kingsman movie with Ooh. uh sophia batella i don't know if you've seen it and she had like the blades oh, yeah. on her yeah. feet um she's an argentinian breakdancer i was obsessed with her once this movie came out she did all her stunts and i would love to do something like that where i can like utilize breakdancing and taekwondo and like this cool half shaved head like i feel like the whole aesthetic is there <laughs> and i would just love to like kick some ass or get my ass kicked i don't care it would be awesome um <laughs> so definitely like some action type thing you're like you're like me. I, I I tell people all the time. I says my next film. If I ever get in the film, I want to be that badass black guy in a zombie film who dies the worst death of all. But I want to go yes. out fighting. I want to be like Charles Dutton, aka Rock, in Aliens when when the aliens were coming to the prison planet, and he told everybody to go ahead and he stayed behind and fought those aliens to the death. And he was yelling at the aliens and fighting them, and he got killed. And I said, that's me. That's how I want to die in the film. That's exactly yes. how I want to go. I want to be that tough, bad dude that goes down and gets killed, but everybody kind of sheds a tear. For and everybody's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's how I want it. So, Destiny, I want to thank you for coming on the show, hanging out with us. I've got this trailer coming up for Free Guy. It's actually, uh, it's, like a, it's like a commercial trailer, but it's Ryan Reynolds talking about how he prepared for this dude role and how he drinks the protein. It's It's pretty funny stuff. But Destiny, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And um, again, follow you on uh, YouTube, Instagram. You've got a couple of videos that I'm going to put into rotation now. So before I go live, we'll see you on there. A lot of people in the chat saying hello to you. And um, hello, here's beautiful that. people. Follow we... me at Destiny Claymore. Come talk to me sometime. Here we go. And we'll try to get you on again uh, when you've got another project coming. But here's the trailer for Free Guy right here on the booth. Dude, now. Who are you? Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Well, I'm not trying to think one up yet. Although catchphrase, as a catchphrase, is a pretty cool catchphrase. Am I a role model? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do know that you hear about actors complaining about how hard their movie workouts are, and I'll tell you, I don't have time for that. I've been at this one week. And I gotta tell you, it's coming in nicely. I start every day with a, a protein bomb that's made exclusively of human muscle. It's completely organic and illegal. Acting is mind over matter. And, and judgment. judgment. And common sense. Sure, I don't fit into the Deadpool suit anymore. But life is about growth. Hormones. Well, I actually fathered our youngest daughter when I was this muscular. Uh, the child was born uh, full-grown and wearing shoes, which was 
weird for Blake. Who is this? I don't know. I mean, he's just like you, but way better. Move with the move with the move. I think he's gonna hit you. He punches so hard, but yet his hands are so soft. reason you think this is a game. This is not a game, Will. Look at you. Look at you. The only reason why you're not in jail is because Uncle Phil called in a favor. Take your time. It's all deep. So easy. Notice? You're stupid. You are carrying a gun on the streets to protect yourself? I've done my best, Will. But it's time for a change. You're going to Bel Air to live with your uncle and your auntie. Bel Air, out of all places. This is a second chance, Will. Don't waste it. Will, I will not bail you out again. In this house, I'm not Uncle Phil. I'm the law. Have I made myself absolutely clear? Yeah. Yeah. There are no butlers to clean up your messes. You've got to be responsible for yourself. So, Will, what brings you to Bel Air? I got caught with a gun. How are we related again? Shut up, Carlton. He's from the streets of Philadelphia. Will needs discipline. Just a little time. Just a little time and a little love. We are what he needs. Why don't you go back to Philly? Born and raised, right? You think I would ever want to be in this life? You're not welcome, Will. This is fake. Wherever you're from, this is fake. You like didn't do anything to earn this. I never had nothing. My life ain't a sitcom, I guess. I don't even feel like I belong here. Just give it some time. Everything happens for a reason. Yo, you must be from Philly. Yeah. What's up, man? I'm Will. Jazz. Jazz. Hey, so what part of town you staying in? Bel Air. They got you out there? All right, Philly, let's see what you got. Will, welcome to Bel Air Academy. How's everything going at Bel Air? It's not too bad out here. I just made the team. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad you're here. I need to take you shopping, Rodeo Drive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was summoned by God to be the greatest. They say my birth is a curse, I still made it. I stood out in the field when it was raining. Ten toes down in it, youngin' came up strong with a will to live. Daddy never came home, mama in the pen. So his relative got him from the devil did. The streets ain't safe, just to be playing in. It's like they got boo, see it all the time. Yeah, it's like they got boo, see it all the time. Hey Jazz. Hey Prince. You can go here? Nah. <laughs> Oh.
All right, your boy Citizen One broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to the booth, and that was the trailer for Free Guy and the fan made trailer for Belia by Morgan Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first guest, Destiny Claymore, she appears in that film, Free Guy, with Ryan Reynolds and that all star cast there. And then that second trailer, that Morgan Cooper trailer, Bel Air, that was the fan made trailer. But the reason why I keep showing this trailer is because Will Smith is now the executive producer of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air drama. It's going to be so fire. It's going to be on Peacock. It's going to be crazy to see Mm. that drama aspect. But now, my second guest for the night, you can see him in here. My man, Tim O'Connor, who's also known as the drunk DJ. Holding it down Friday nights, Saturday nights. You're on here drinking your Coronas or whatever you got. <laughs> yeah, 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 my I mean, Coronas. Yo, so, so this is the first. This is a first right now. Uh huh. Right now, people are watching the show. They know I'm a DJ, but now you got two DJs on here on yes. the show right now. And I'll tell you right now, there's some, if we we could do tales of the DJ right now and kill yes. the whole last hour of this show. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> for, for some crazy, crazy facts. And I was I was mm-hmm. actually thinking about you because mm. I told I told a story last week about um, I DJed an event in uh-huh. Boston for like a Dominican baby shower where this dude mm. had just got out of jail and he wanted yeah. me to be he wanted me he come up and did his request like I was his personal DJ yeah yeah and yeah then, and then the Willa come up and she's like I'm the one that paid you. This this dude threatened me, and she's like, "She's like, I'll take care of him. That's my nephew." Blah blah, you know. (laughs) But you know, we 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 got all we DJs have all Mm -hmm. the good stories. Trust me, believe me. We we got some good stories, but you got a great story because you got a great event coming up in here. Um, Let's talk about that first. Yeah, let's talk about that. that. Let's talk about this past this past Friday night though, because you let's do that first. Yes, you DJ the show this past Friday night with with terminology of Sammy's patio and Revere. How was it? Because it looked like it was packed. It looked like it was lit. It was a really good time. Um, I believe it was Raft the Ruler's first go at being a promoter, Mm -hmm. running a show, throwing a show. You know, not just being the rapper. And he did a good job. As in any show, first, second, last, or in between, there's going to be a speed bump or two that, you know, we have one or two minor, minor, minor things. Other than that, fucking smooth sailing. Excuse me, I don't know if we can swear on here. That's why I didn't bring my beers either. All right, cool. Just make sure. But uh, smooth sailing, uh, it, we had about nine or ten great opening acts. Shout out to them. Um, big shout out to special shout out to Rush Nichols. He wasn't able to make it because he ended up catching COVID a day or two before. Oh, man. Um, but, you know, we did a little tribute for him. I played a song or two of his. Uh, but, I mean, like I said, the, the main thing was, for the most part, great vibes. Uh, and then Terminology came on and did the unthinkable. You book a, a DJ, I mean, excuse me, you book a, a famous artist, you expect him to come do, like, two, three songs, right? Yeah. He did about a 45-minute set. He did a full concert. Yeah. He brought a couple friends along and had, like, one or two of those do their own song. But for the most part, it was... 35 minutes terminology and then 10 minutes friends, you know, and, and right, it, right. they were two great artists. Uh, JFK was one of them. And I forget the other guy's name. He's a brand new cat, but um, shout out to them guys. Uh, there's plenty of footage going around. Everyone from the event had their cameras out and shit like that. So, so you can definitely catch that anywhere. Um, all around great event though. 
and, and before we get into the talk about this next event coming up, there's something I really got to talk to you about because we're both DJs from, yes, this, sir. Air, from this area. And uh-huh. right now, I talked about this with Raph the Ruler last week, and I said, you know, right now as a DJ, it's time for artists in this area to, to step up, stop mm-hmm. being foolish, and get their game on because yes. we've got three artists in this area who are now on the billboard charts you've got join the lucas yep. who just yep. put on a hell of a show at join the fest join the absolutely lucas. you got van buren records out of brockton that yep. bad for press album is straight yep. fire straight fire and mm. then you got you got millies you got millies who's Yo, just dropping fire all over the place oh yeah what's it like for you to start seeing all these dudes like me and you we've seen these dudes grinding uh-huh we've seen exactly Millie's grinding we've seen join the lucas grinding we've seen the van buren wreck what's it like for you too man it's got to be the same as as it is for me to see us finally getting recognized boston yes. getting put on that map and eyes starting to look at us and people like uh-huh. jada kiss coming into town trying to find yep. talent how's it feel for you man man i love it so my story starts, I started rapping when I was 14, but I got on the scene in 2010. I got a radio show called Fully Focused Radio. Mm-hmm. We're on um, things. So I saw all of these dudes, the Millies. I have one of his first interviews way, way back in the day. I saw the Millies, the Joiners, the Cousin Stiz. I seen them all grinding on the corner, passing out this CD. I saw fucking Slane passing out CDs <laughs> back in my day. I'm a bit older than I might look. I seen, right, uh, right. I seen, I seen them, the, the ones that are up now when they were down. And I've always had, unfortunately, you know how it goes, a, a good majority of the city, um, how do I say it nicely? They don't support That's right. The, That's right. The but city. Now, it's, yeah, now it's the time to support, though. Exactly, and I, I, I've been one of the one soldiers since 2010, saying we need to unite, not go. I need to be better than the next guy. Let's be better together, you know. So the next on, and we're starting to see that, especially with the Millies as the Joiners, going out, getting famous, doing big things, and then coming back, and still not forgetting. Hey, like both of them within the last year or two have did a music video where they went tweeted, hey, Boston, I'm going to be in Worcester or I'm going to be in Cambridge on this date at this time with fucking Jada Kiss with me. Everybody pop up for my music video, you know? Right, Things right. like that, when you have a big name like Millie's does or Joiners does, is huge. You see a bunch of local rappers that might never, ever, ever have their own video on BETM TV or whatever the case is, but they're in that Millie's video, you know? And, and you know, he's putting on, he's putting uh, a fucking a flag out for Boston. Like, hey, look, we're over here. These guys are good. We're next. So it's yeah. great to see the Joiners, the Millies, the Stizzes, the even Dutch Rebels, which are big on a, a slightly smaller scale. You know, um, I fucking, I, I I love it more than anything. It's like seeing my kids be successful at, coming from the DJ perspective, you know? And, and, and be honest, I'm going to just keep it real because when Joiner came back home, to shoot mm-hmm. that video in Worcester, there was still yeah. a lot of uh, there was still a lot of local stupid ass hate on social mm-hmm. media when he came. Absolutely, to and do I seen people on Facebook talking about, oh, why is he coming back home shooting a video in Worcester? He's not this, and he's and I'm like, yo, but mm-hmm. he's still trying to put people on. Let's get exactly. And he called those. He actually called them people out at Joining Fest. I'm like, thank you, thank yep, you, good. thank you, thank you for Absolutely. calling these people out. Mm-hmm. We need to all work together. This has been going on in Boston for a long time because I remember Guru, rest his soul, yes. Guru had to leave Massachusetts and go to New mm-hmm. York and get his name for Primo. himself. Yep. yep, Guru had to leave Massachusetts. He was mm-hmm. from Attleboro. He was dropping yep. bars in the basement down in Attleboro. I was hanging out mm-hmm. there in Attleboro, 
And you know that's that's been that way for a long yes. time, a long time. And mm -hmm. now eyes are on us. All you yes. artists watching this show, listening to this show, mm -hmm. it's time to drop the petty bullshit. Yes. Work together and get the bag. Get the bag, man. Absolutely. You just got to. This is yes. all eyes are on us. Jada Kiss mm -hmm. ain't coming here looking for clowns. Nope. Jada Kiss is coming here. You all saw Jada Kiss put dudes to rest on verses. Facts. <laughs> he's not wasting time. He's not wasting time with boneheads and losers, yo. Mm. So he sank his time into Millie's and Millie's is doing the right thing. So all y'all take take a chapter mm -hmm. out of this book right now for yeah. Boston. Make it happen because yep. we've been having talent here forever, but we are our own worst enemy here in Boston. Mm -hmm. So talk about Facts. this event coming up with Hell Rel. Uh, so this Saturday, Hell Rel, we got Hell Rel at Sammy's Patio. Open the doors at 9 o'clock. Your boy Drunk DJ on the ones and twos. Let me give a shout out to all of our opening acts as well before we get into everything else. We got the BMG Boys, Dante Stacks, Piffman, No Breaks ENT, Rush Nichols, Big Sen, <laughs> Dirty Fresh, K Banks, Nico Suave, uh, J Swag, and Bad Company Music. Shout out to all them guys that, that kind of come through and kill it for us. Um, I know about 80% of the people on that, that, that bill and the other 20% Chaz Ray kind of found in his own circle, <laughs> you know. Uh, right, big right, shout out right. to Chaz Ray. Uh, this event is being put on by Focus Twin Media and uh, Underground Network coming together. Brought Hell Rel out. We're very excited. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, we got um, one vendor as well, uh, Smoke Right Fonto. Shout out to them guys. Uh, everybody definitely come out. It's 21 plus, of course. $20 in advance, $20 at the door. We're not going to upcharge. So if you don't happen to be able to get a ticket night of, if you ain't doing shit else, bring your ass to Sammy's patio. It's going to be a good time. Uh, you know, Dipset's own hell rail. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And mm -hmm. just going to ask you this, DJ to DJ, mm -hmm. how excited are you about the fact that this year we all may be able to DJ? I already got booked, actually, to be honest, yes. for New Year's Eve. How's it feeling? Because oh. last because <laughs> last year I did a New Year's Eve online event. <clears throat> I this did guy Prince, too. Yeah, I did a Prince versus <laughs> R. Kelly battle. Like I did a Hell versus yeah. online for New Year's last like year. That. But there's nothing like, like being in a club on New Year's mm -hmm. Eve, man. Just yes. let people know, man, how nice is it to be back to New Year's it's Eve? It's so good. I mean, I've learned to love these online things out of necessity. Uh, without the whole year with everything being closed down, but man, it's nothing like being back in the clubs, playing for people, playing, feeling the vibes of the crowd, and kind of going, all right, you, like you know, real DJ, they don't just come and say, all right, I'm gonna play this song and this song and this song and this song. It's, all right, I'm play this song. All right, looks like they're gonna feel this song. You know, right, it right, feels right. so much better to be able to do that because I get in, I got into this whole industry as a rapper as a um, DJ as a podcaster, all that because of how social I am, you know? So it being out at the club, having people surrounding me and controlling them essentially with the music, it feels so good. <laughs> uh, I mean, even as, as, as something as small as when the world opened back up at first few months ago, yep. big shout out to Sammy's Patty. I, I reached out to Sammy about a year into the pandemic and the uh, shutdown and was like, Hey, look, um, cause I seen it like, you know, how it goes that that's what he does. That's his business. Right, so right. a year and a half off of, uh, of, of no business, 
he's missing out on a whole lot of money and he still probably has to pay That's right. into Man. it. So I reached out to Sammy first date that you have open. I want to come in. I want to get a date and I want to do a fundraiser for you. So we did that. It was a small little thing. We wish, we wish it was bigger. It was probably like 60 people and they were hoping for about 150. Right. But you know how that goes. Um, but that just something like that, getting back out there and mingling with the people at, at the club again was so, so, so good. And it's, it really is um, the equivalent of an artist being on stage, you know, or a fucking basketball player being back on the court. It's, it, it just feels like I'm back in my element. This is where I run shit. <laughs> right, right. But it's funny, it's funny though, how COVID changes things and helps things out. So a lot of DJs like myself, mm-hmm. you, um, DJ George Bain, uh, Billy Monin, a couple of other guys around, you know, we took yep. our craft and we were performing online for people yep. online. And one of the things I heard from another DJ was, was like, you know something at first it seemed crazy, but uh-huh. guess what? It kind of helped me stay from not getting rusty because exactly. I was able to be on That's... Twitch. I was able to be online and still get the feedback from people, yep. even though I wasn't getting that, that social environment. Yeah. At least I could stay on my skills and stay up on what I was doing online. How is that for you? Even though you're sitting there drinking the Corona, having yeah. fun on a Friday night, how is it for you to just be like, okay, now I now I got some transitions that I really want to now I got some transitions I really want to try out when they get back yes. to the club. Right. I mean, you really you said you nailed the the hammer on the head there. Um it was that's how drunk DJ became. I was DJing before I was called drunk DJ. Drunk DJ came about because of that. I needed an outlet okay. to to work and, and stay, you know, without getting rusty and all that. And um, as you'll notice from a lot of my posts. I fucking love attention. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I just, sometimes I just need this. I'd rather the impersonal, but it, sometimes it's just this, you know? Um, no, but, but genuinely, uh, that's why I started doing it again was to, to, to keep relevant uh, and also to keep my, my, my tools sharp. Um, and it worked. It really did. Like you said, I've got a couple new tricks up the sleeve now that I did bust out live and I have had people go, Oh, that was fucking dope, or you know, things like that. Right, um, right, right. And it also it kind of teaches you, like it's like I said, live DJing and then online DJing is so different. There's a at least thirty second or so delay between you and being responded to. You know what they see and them responding to that. So there's no immediate like being able to vibe like that and figure out where to go next necessarily. Um, so it kind of made me better at being able to just kind of play you know and not have to have like read a crowd necessarily to, to be like all right what do i want to do next i kind of uh, i was playing for myself really you right, know yeah yeah which but feels sometimes that's good yeah feels but good. sometimes that's good too though because i know my man dj george he was he did one one night he did Big like a out, 70, george. yeah he did a nice 70s mix and yes. he was doing crazy transitions using 70s yes. music which is like, nuts yeah, that shit was off the chain. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, what's up to Taquan? What's up, Lee Ballows? What up, Quan? What's up, guys? Y'all up in the chat. But yeah, man, it, look, and a lot of things too. Big ups to the DJ software companies who could have went stale during yeah. COVID. But a lot of people, they a were lot upgrading of DJ us. companies, yeah, they was upgrading us. Like every time I turned on my tractor software yes. and stuff, <laughs> I was like, it was, oh, it was like, let's just put this. And here's what they did. This is why they were smart. They knew mm-hmm. stuff was eventually going to open back up, the DJ companies. And they was like, okay, let's do this. Let's drop the price of these packages. 
yes. of these transition packages that mm -hmm. they've been hitting us. These packages they've been hitting us for $150, $200 for, and they was mm. dropping them down for 12 bucks. 15 bucks. They're like, screw it. We're going to take this loss because these DJs are going to buy mm -hmm. these transition packs. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you right now, at my we PayPal <laughs> every week, yep, every week, they were yep. like, oh, here's oh, another $20. Here's $20 yep. for you. you know? <laughs> Anytime. Yep. Absolutely. So I was jumping on the transition packs, and I'll tell you, the yes. soft, DJ software companies, a big applause yep. to them because you really yes. help DJs to win mm -hmm. and open back up. We had a lot of stuff to really open back up with. Um, I just saw right now that Shazam is now mm -hmm. the new addition to DJ software. Shazam is oh. going to work. So what will happen is, is if you're DJing and you hear a mm -hmm. song, you can yep. just Shazam it. What I used to do is I would just Shazam it and put it in my iTunes and then drag right. it over from iTunes into my, my software later on. But now Shazam mm -hmm. is going to work with certain softwares mm. right out the bat. So that's that's another game changer for DJs, the less stuff to carry into the club, the better. One hundred percent, exactly. Real quick, how can people yes. find you and get in touch with you on social media? So, uh, Tim O'Connor on Facebook here. Uh, you can also go like my many pages. Uh, I got my drunk DJ page. Go like that. I got my that's graphic by the kid, which is my graphic design company. By the way, I do uh, logos, event flyers, album covers, things like that. Um, and then focus to win media. Uh, you can like me on all those all on Facebook, and then everywhere else is the kid focus. T H A K I D D F O C U S E D. All right, cool. And before I let you go, <clears throat> DJ the DJ, you got to mm -hmm. give us one crazy DJ story. I see you rocking the Estrada too out there. Yeah, yeah. Big shout out to my boy Brandon Grimes, Estrada. Um, I'm actually designing a lot of the new Estrada logos and um, T-shirts as well. So. If you, if you bought anything from him recently, you probably bought one of my designs. This, unfortunately, is not mine. This one's fire. This is one of his originals. That's just dope. <laughs> okay, so, so before you get out mm. of here, because every time I got a DJ on there, I got to get it. I got to get a good DJ story from in the club, man, because everybody mm. got we got a ton of them, but everybody got that one. Exactly. So I have two come to mind kind of right away. One similar to yours, where it's like a, it was a baby shower and a, it was a grandmother who kind of was like, hey. You're not playing the right songs, but I think I'm going to go a little bit more mainstream and um, I forget what her name was, but I was DJing an event for the Bad Girls Club. There was one of those girls oh, from yeah, that show when it was popping. Yep, yep. Yeah, that show was, when that was popping, she came out, she hosted the show. Um, and in the midst of everything, as happens sometimes in the shows, someone got shot, uh, not shot, but someone shot somewhere out front <laughs> of the venue. Uh, so everyone's scattering shit. She's running by me. And the sales, and she fell literally like a movie into my arms, like romantic style. <laughs> and I mean, I helped her, we kept it moving. But I mean, that was like the club basically got shot up, or at least out front did. And then the celebrity that was there, we had a we had a rom com moment. <laughs> I should I should have kissed her, see what happened. Maybe it was a rom com moment. <laughs> oh uh, man, that's a good stuff. We all we all got them stories. I yes. I have I have one. What's that? I'll tell real know. quick. That's a funny one. Yes, so I have here. Actually, I'm mm -hmm. like, hold on. Let me grab this. Oh, you're not really at the bar? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, so I, I got this treat. This is that's my man's club. That's Brax. Mm. So okay. I have this, I have this tree. It's uh -huh. about about six inches, eight inches tall, and it has like 12 ports. So I could plug uh -huh. everything into this okay. tree. So yeah, yeah. I was DJing one time 
at this event at a, at a VFW, um, and this chick, real attractive, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. she was doing, you know, you know how the girls are. They're on the club, they're dancing, they're taking selfies. Her yeah. battery runs low, so now she keeps coming up. Let me let charge me, let me, it. Let me charge Because the DJ's everybody's personal fucking electric <laughs> joint to electricity. Right? I know right? the deal. Right? So, so she comes up, you know, one time, two times, three times. After the third time, you know, it's late in the night. It's just before last call. Now this muscle-bound dude, he comes mm-hmm. walking up to me, uh, drinking the hand. Comes up, you know, you know how you're trying to mix and do your transitions, but you can feel the heat of the dude just yep. staring at you. So now yes. he's just staring at me, me mugging me. So I look, and he's like, "Yo, what's up, music man?" And I love how they all. <laughs> that, that's like, yo, very condescending. All you muscle bound. That's exactly how many times have you heard some dude call you music man. Music it's, man. It, it's tiring. DJ. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, "Yo, music man, what's up?" I was like, "What's up?" He's like, mm-hmm. "A girl." Oh, that's how I figured was coming. I've gotten this one. Yeah. (laughs) What's up with you and my girl? Like, your girl? He's like, yeah, man, why she keep coming up here? I'm like, the one that keeps charging her phone to take Mm -hmm. selfies, and I already told her to just let it charge, and it will. (laughs) Oh, bro, we got a problem, man. If you keep Mm. talking to my girl, I'm going to have to meet you outside. You know what I'm saying, music man? Oh, my God. Music man. (laughs) That's that fucking, that button, like, He, he poked in the beer every music man, music <laughs> motherfucker. He knows what he's doing there. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, look, I, I to be honest, George Bain, who's a DJ, uh-huh. he's been a DJ for years. He's been he gave me legal advice. He told me, okay, he's like, whenever you do an event, like mm-hmm. you let them know right off the bat, yo. If somebody mm-hmm. messes with you, put their hands on you. You 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 wrap your stuff up and you're gone. If it's a wedding or whatever, because yep, he because yep. he said you know nightclubs is different. But when you're right. at a wedding or something, you don't have to put up with a wedding. None you of that. Pay fourteen fifteen hundred dollars if you know some drunk best man wants to give you a hard time. Exactly. You tell the bride and groom, hey, yo, I'm packing up, we're done, and you still mm-hmm. gotta pay me. Put that. Yep. He said, put that right in the contract. Boom. Facts. Yeah. 100%. That's that's going in the contract from now on. Because <laughs> it happens more than often. You know, there's a lot of stories. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I could write a book. But uh, man, Facts. I want to yes. thank you for coming on this show. Thank you. Once again, mention this event that's coming up. Yes, thank you very much. This Saturday, the September the 25th, at Sammy's Patio, we got Hell Rel, formerly of Dipset. Coming through, he's gonna do a few songs with us, chop it up with us. He's gonna be there for most of the night, probably 10, 10 30 on. Um, pictures and all that. He's gonna be chilling, smoking blunts with us in the patio, all that fun shit. Make sure you pop out. And I'm gonna be live in about within the hour with a little drunk DJ right here on Facebook. I'm gonna let you finish your show off. I'm not gonna overlap with you, but uh <laughs> catch me live on here a little bit later as well. Yeah, I only got 15 minutes left, and I'm gonna Perfect. blow through my 15 minutes of what I gotta talk about. So I wanna okay. thank Drunk DJ Tim O'Connor for coming on the show with us, hang out with us, gave you guys a couple yes. of DJ stories to help him promote that event. Whenever you got another event that you're going to be promoting, man, mm-hmm. um, just hit me up and let's get you on to promote it. October 15th at Jungle. It's called Jungle Fever. <laughs> so we'll get, we'll get you on before that then. Appreciate you. You're the All best. Right, man. All right, peace. Cool. All right, be here's safe. our break coming up. We'll be back with more booth after this. Got some news today from the radio man He spoke the word somber and as softly as he can The world stood still 
got some news today from the radio man He spoke the word somber and as softly as he can The world stood still And the sky opened up I made my way to fill up my coffee cup Then it occurred to me as the daylight sky shone blue Today's the day that Johnny met June waited a while he knew that he would he was gonna hang around here for as long as he could the days went by and hours idle past he was never sure just how long he would last but there's not much love in a lonely room today's the day that Johnny met June Have a good summer. You too. Thanks. Hey, you must be bored. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this is the guy that I was running to in the library. You're kind of, oh. Yeah. Oh, like a guilty. So. Oh my God. <laughs> so you like to write on desks? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy since one broadcasting live from the city of champions back here in the booth i gotta thank both my guests for coming on the show tonight destiny claymore and tim o'connor drunk dj good stuff great stuff we're at 750 i gotta blow through the show so i gotta thank my sponsors michael douglas barreto mdb electronics make sure to check him out if you got any controllers with some issues if you got a drift which i hate when playing madden or my racing games oh my god i gotta send the controller out get it fixed uh, it's back within 24 hours. Also, if it if it goes in for a repair and has the same problem again, it's covered. It's a lifetime warranty. Make sure to check out Michael Douglas Barreto Electronics. Also, check out my artist, Viana Marie, broadcasting everywhere, streaming everywhere. You want to check her out, YouTube, Instagram. And um, she's performing this week, and I'm going to be talking about that in the news coming up. Also, Tactical Target Systems, where I get my zombie targets. The zombie apocalypse is coming. I actually got to reach out to Don Robinson and see if he can make some cyborg or some robots because now I've added robot apocalypse to my fear as we have robots that are now doing parkour and all this other ish. Uh, RebelRom.com, that's my cousin's clothing line. Reach out to her, check out her stuff. She's got some great stuff there. Old Colony Pest Control, Carl Bunnell, veteran-owned residential and commercial, 774 Five nine nine three. He's licensed and insured. Also, someone in the chat. Hey, if you're still here watching the show, if you're in the chat, we are now into football season. And during football season, guess what, people? <clears throat> I pick winners 
to win one free shirt every week, courtesy of ILoveBostonSports.com. They are the first to merge the comic book with sports feel in as far as merchandising. They're located in four locations. So if you're in the chat this week live, and if you haven't won a shirt already from ILoveBostonSports.com, Make sure you leave a comment. I see people who are already left comments in here. So you're going to be entered in for a chance to win a shirt from ILoveBostonSports.com. So we're going to get into that. Also in the news booth, let's go. Uh, Rose Conservatory is opening up on Saturday. The grand opening is Saturday afternoon. We had Greg Fernandez on the show. This news story is from January Talking about this conservatory, he was usually using utilizing space in uh, North Middle School, and now he is now has his own space located on Pleasant Street. The grand opening is Saturday. He's already signed up twenty six plus students. Um, he's now tonight speaking at uh, Bridgewater State, I believe he told me um, tonight to their music programs. Make sure you guys check him out. Um, this is the flyer for meet our performance performers on uh, this day. And um, I don't think I have a full screen. I thought I did. I thought I did, but I, I don't think I have one of that. So I'll have to get one. But as you see, I see Vianna Marie is performing uh, this weekend. She's going to be opening and closing the event. So you want to make sure to come out. I'm also DJing an event on Saturday at 12 p.m. Also, Nubi Rateau has his media day. That begins at 11 a.m. at the main library in Brockton, so you want to check that out. Also, uh, Romero Torres, who you guys know is on Hot 96.9, his wife is raising funds for Romero's ex-wife, uh, who has brain cancer. She's battling brain cancer. So Romero's wife, now Nicole, she's running the Boston Marathon in October. So if you want to help out, there's like $6,000 raised right now um, for her run that she's going to do at the Boston Marathon. So if you guys can click the link on giveagain.com, givingagain.com, and find the raising funds for Beth Israel Leahy Health, and it's Nicole Torres. You want to go on there, check that out, click the link, and make a donation. Please like and share and go from there. Uh, Texas Restaurant kicks out a couple who wore masks to a restaurant these this couple has a six-month-old baby at home with six cystic fibrosis um so they wanted to protect themselves just to get some time to get out the house they wore their mask and the manager sent this is how assless this manager of this restaurant was he couldn't even go over and tell the people themselves to take their mask off he sends a waitress to do his dirty work Sends the waitress to do his dirty work. And I'm pretty sure that conversation went, you go tell them or you're fired or something of that sort. That's that's how that usually work with these assless managers. You know, you come up with the rules and regulations, but you're too scared to enforce them. So you send the waitress to go over and do it. You know, the waitress that you're paying below wages to work for you. You know what I'm saying? This is This is how it all works. This is how it all works. So they send the waitress over. The waitress tells them that they can't wear the mask because guess what? They're in violation of the dress code of the restaurant. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, really? So he threw them out because they violated the dress code. 
He feels that masks are stupid. He feels it's a waste of time. He feels it doesn't help. And he feels that masks violate the dress code that he has set forth for his business. So now this is a legal issue. Because masks is, is in some cases, such as theirs, is a medical reason. There's a medical reason for it. And before this COVID thing, if you had a, a communicable disease that was bad that you could spread and you were supposed to wear a mask, you would have to wear that mask. Like a legionnaire's or some type of disease of that sort. And this is before COVID. You wouldn't be able to wear, you know, whatever if you had to go out. So this here is going to be a legal issue. So we're going to have to see what's going on. Also, before I came on this show, uh, coroner confirms that the remains found in Wyoming do belong to Gabby Petito. Uh, they were tipped off by a YouTube vlogger where the remains were, and the coroner has now confirmed the remains are of Gabby Petito. So now the search is on. For the boyfriend, if you guys don't remember, the cops had actually stopped her and her boyfriend. Um, they were in distress, and they let them go. Now she's found, she's dead, and my prayers... Go out to her and her family. Um, in the legal booth, disgraced former mayor breaking news before he we went on. Giselle Correa down there in Fall River, who was uh <laughs> extorting marijuana businesses when the you know legal got passed in Massachusetts. Uh he was down there extorting money <laughs> from the marijuana businesses down there in Fall River. Guess what? He got caught. He's gonna do six years for extortion. Um We'll see what happens there. Six years. He's no longer mayor of Fall River. Enjoy your time. Um, also, this past weekend in Washington, it was a rally. <laughs> it was a rally to show support of the rioters from January 6th. The, the, the rioters. <laughs> the insurgents from January 6th. Um, guess what? There was more cops and media at this rally on January 6th than there were people to rally. <laughs> Why? Hate to say this because a lot of these people have gone back under their rocks. A lot of these people have lost, have seen others lose their jobs and careers. A lot of people have seen people get locked up because they were there because of what they did for work. So it doesn't surprise me that this rally <laughs> was a complete bust because people are smart. They don't want to lose their jobs or livelihoods or be ratted out at attending a, an event such as this. And granted, you have freedom of speech. You have this type of stuff. But unfortunately, sometimes people are being guilty by the people that they want to be around. And um, that is probably one of the reasons why nobody really showed up to this event on January what these people, January 6th. I'm just letting you know. That's my opinion. Oh, uh, let's get into the entertainment booth. Entertainment booth. Rest in peace, Anthony Johnson, comedian who's well known for his role. He's been in a lot of hip hop movies, a lot of gangster movies and stuff. Uh, he was that funny guy, uh, but he's best known as Ezel in Friday. You know when he yelled out that Smokey was taking the dump behind the bush and then when he went i have a good friend mike jordan who used to recite a lot of lines from fridays and one of the best lines you know what you can get for a slip and fall in this place you know ezel so you know rest in peace ezel 55 years old um they found him they actually had found him a month ago um he's been dead for about a month they hadn't even released this information so 
it's just getting out right now so prayers go out to his family anthony johnson 55 years old um also entertainment news i was able to attend Brickfest live this past week and for those who don't know i grew up a humongous humongous <laughs> I, I, i'm that i'm that kid i'm that lego fest kid and i attended brick fest with my son and Vianna marie's two sons they also attended this event out in marlboro mass and we got to see things of sort like thor's hammer oh and the pictures are coming up messed up so i'm gonna blast right through but that's me with the darth vader lego uh that's me with zach from lego masters tv show yes i watched the lego masters show want to say something come for me and look at me i'm wearing my 23 racing putting my 23 racing bubba wallace michael jordan holding it down with my dave Chappelle face mask but it's a good time we met zach um oh sorry about this another picture here um this is a gentleman he was on the first season he had uh Thanos. Manny and Nestor upside down. I'm just gonna blast with you. I had some great pictures. I'm gonna get them up on the site for you guys. That way you guys can definitely see and we'll get those I apologize. That one. Um also in entertainment news, Fortnite season eight cubed. Why am I mentioning this? Because it's new, which means guess what? Parents in the next week or two or whatever, if your kid is bugging you for Fortnite skins because he hasn't bugged you in like two months, season eight has begun. New skins will be coming out and your kids will be bugging you. And here's the thing. I go through this whole argument because my son, Ryan, he has, he's part of Fortnite crew where you get so much stuff every month and they're still trying to get you to spend money as a parent. Cheese and rice. Also, <clears throat> Shang-Chi stayed number one for the third week in a row. And um, I got to go check it out. Third week in a row, number one, Shang-Chi tops the box office. I'm pretty damn ecstatic about that. I got to get my butt see it. But hey, if I don't, November 12th, Disney Plus is the word. That's when it's supposed to hit Disney Plus. It's tough for me to go to movies because I got I got a man cave with a big ass TV. And I'm about to, I'm really thinking about going bigger, even bigger. Uh, but the movie experience is almost there for me other than these big blockbusters, Shang-Chi or a Marvel movie. But it's almost to the point where I don't have to go. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. In the sports, let's get in the sports booth. Uh, Mayor Sullivan. I got to thank Mayor Sullivan for coming down, checking out the kids at bowling. Westgate League Youth Bowling every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. League kicked off last Saturday. So Plenty of time to come down, get your kids signed up. They'll bowl every Saturday from now until April. Um, just to tell you guys, it, it all these kids here, they love it. It's a great time. But one of the things I noticed about bowling, bowling is a very popular sport <clears throat> for kids with autism or kids who are socially, they don't like contact sports or they don't like a lot of people. It's a, Bowling is a sport where it's about them as themselves. And if they fail, they know it's only on them. They know that if somebody messes up, the whole league isn't going to do a lap. Because some kids can't, uh, some kids don't understand that team aspect. You know what I'm saying? I had to explain that to my son, Ryan. He didn't like the fact that 
when one kid messed up in football that the whole team had to run the lap. He didn't get that whole team aspect. He really excels in bowling because he knows when he fails, it's his failure. He doesn't get, you know, punished punished for somebody else's mistake. So I got to think about that. Also, again, mentioning my stepson, Ryan, his first game, Brockton Junior Boxers, was this weekend. I was able to call the game for Ryan. For those who don't know, my stepson, Ryan, <clears throat> when I first met Ryan, he was just this little four-year-old kid. I was calling the games, and he was the kid that was always bringing up the money to do shout-outs for his sister, who was a cheerleader. And, um, you know, this little kid kept coming up, and now he's actually playing football for his second year. And, you know what, I if there was any, you know, I was out of this organization, and they drew me back in. Um, I am calling the games, and I just want to say I'm the guy that came up with the fundraiser called Shoutouts, where you donate a dollar, and I shout out the kids and shout out the businesses and things of that sort. Um, it is a great fundraiser. It's a great event, and we were able to raise over $300 in one day. Um, I, I did about 377 shoutouts on the day to raise money for these kids. Every 100% of the money goes to the organization. So with that being said, this Saturday, actually this Sunday, Cardinal Spelman High School, Brockton Junior Boxers will be back playing at home. I need everybody to bring the noise because your boy Sinister One will be in the house calling this game for these kids like they've never had it done for them before. Bring the noise. Check out the 12U. Check out the 8U, the 10U, and the 6U squads. This weekend, Cardinal Spellman, and um, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm, I'm ecstatic for this event. I just, I, I, the, the kids do something. The kids are very responsive, and I like it, and, you know, it's a good time. And if the parents respond, it's good stuff. Uh, also, in the sports booth, real quick, guys. Patriots beat the Jets 25-6. to Belichick, again, feasted on a rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson. Feasted. Four interceptions. But guess what? The Saints are coming to Foxborough, and everybody is talking about how the Saints lost, and everybody is already starting to talk about this Tampa Bay Week 4 game that's coming up. Stop it. Stop it. We got plenty of time to talk about this Week 4 game. Let's get past the Saints. Because <clears throat> Week 4 won't mean crap if they drop to the Saints, and they're 1-2. and two. Don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. They got to beat the Saints. Then we can talk about week four. Then we can talk about this matchup. But they got to beat the Saints. This is a trap game right here. This is a trap game right here. Don't look past. Don't look past. <clears throat> Saints are coming off a tough loss. Patriots need to keep it going. Keep it going. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. Then we can talk about week four. Because I'm going to trust and believe me. We break, the booth is breaking this down. Week four, we are going to break down this game. I'm, I'm hitting some heavy hitters to come on this show, and we're going to break this down in a special show either Wednesday or Thursday before that Sunday game. So trust and believe me on that one. Biden bombshells. Uh, let's see what we got here before we close out the show. Uh, Biden administration urges... Oh, 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 the story's not showing up, but Biden administration urges the Supreme Court to hold up the New York handgun restriction. And uh, Dave Haggerty in the chat says, yep, Saints are no joke. Yep, that's right. Saints are no joke. They're coming here to Foxborough 
but we can't look past them. We can't look past them. And here's the thing, people. Here's the thing before I finish out this show and, and the buy. If I've been watching the Tampa Bay games. I've been watching them. I'm a Tom Brady fan. I'm not going to hate the guy because he left. I'm still a Tom Brady fan. I'm still going to support him. And I watched that game this past weekend. And I'll tell you right now, I don't see the Patriots right now beating them unless they do one of two things. One is they've got to play mistake-free football. Because everything you do wrong, Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks are doing the same thing they did when he was here. And that's capitalize on mistakes. That's number one. Number two, Belichick, when he made this defense, and I don't want to break it down too much because we're going to break it down when I get my guys on here with me. But I'm just saying, when Belichick made this defense, he made this defense specifically for week four. Because I get tired of seeing teams like they did last weekend allow Tom Brady to bake cakes in the pocket and get six, seven, 12, 13 seconds to just check off receivers and throw it downfield. Any team that does that, you're going to lose to Tom Brady 99.9% of the time. You give him that much time. Uh, you got to get at him. This defense is made to get... Matthew Judon might have a hell of a game. They got to contain him. This is this is gonna. I can't talk. I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. Now I'm looking like a hypocrite, doing exactly what I told you all not to do. All right, so let's get past these saints. <laughs> let's get past these saints and check out my sinister one beanies right there, because they're coming back. And I got to get hoodies. Everybody last winter, the biggest requ request in the fall was for Sinister One hoodies, and I, I didn't get any yet. I got to get on it. I've got my logo. I've got to get hoodies for, for the ladies. I got people in my inbox asking. I think I'm going to do hoodies, but I got to thank everybody who purchased the beanies, supported the beanies. I appreciate you, all of you. And then uh, other than that, I got to thank my guys, Oscar Mike Radio, Maddie C Sports for you and me. Maddie C's actually got two shows coming up. Um... He actually just landed PJ Stock, and he got some uh, somebody O'Hearn. He got coming on, so we'll be talking about that. Also, Gloria, talk back with Gloria Shea. I'm producing her show Saturday morning. We've got a uh, live show. If you want to check out her, and also Kevin Jeffries. He's getting married. No show for him. He's getting married on Friday. So Kevin Jeffries. Happy hour with Lito. He's taking a little hiatus. He's getting married. I was actually supposed to go out for his wedding in South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, but I had to cancel because we're doing the Rose Conservatory Grand Opening this weekend. So <clears throat> it's going to be uh, it's gonna be tough. It's going to be tough, tough weekend for me because I'm just going to be real busy. Real busy. I got to thank everybody for tuning in the show. Um, and before we get out of here, I don't think I added this to the full screen. But... Um, somebody shared on Facebook the top moody bastard, <laughs> and it was names. And everybody who's associated with Hoobazoo <laughs> or people I know is a moody bastard. Travis' name is on here. Travis is a moody bastard. Matthew from Maddie C. Sports for you and me, a moody bastard. My brother Kevin or Kevin Jeffries, he is a moody bastard. I'm a moody bastard. But there's no Frank. Frank Zanowski was formerly on the show. He's not on here. But Ken Diesel, Kenneth, he's a moody bastard. 
Robert's on here for Rob Resnick. He's a moody bastard. <laughs> I just thought this was kind of funny at the fact that all these names are on here and every last Hoobazoo person is on here. Is Anthony on here? Anthony's co-owner of Hoobazoo. I don't, I don't. Oh, Anthony's on here too. Anthony, one eye. You're a moody bastard. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, I got to thank everybody in here. To listen to the show, I actually got to pick a winner for the shirt from I Love Boston Sports. So if you're in the chat, if you commented in the chat on this show on Facebook or YouTube, there's a chance that you're going to win a shirt from ILoveBostonSports.com. Also, November 20th, Operation Hope on the home front. I'm going to be DJing this event. It's November 20th, Whitman VFW. Come on down and money goes to support veterans with PTSD. It's a good cause. Make sure you guys come down here. And that's the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to get ready to get out of here. I ran a little bit over, but had two good guests on tonight, and uh, I wanted to rock the house. And next week, oh, my God, next week we got a great show. Great show next week. Two CEOs on this show next week. Two, Sean Donnelly is coming on the show. He's the CEO of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And we got Senior Cork. Corcus, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. He'll correct me if I got it wrong. Uh, but he is also this AF A7FL, no pads, football league. They're expanding to six cities and towns for the 2022 season, and Boston is getting a team. Don't want to miss this show because they're looking for players. They're looking for announcers. They're looking for whatever. But, hey, do me a favor until next week. SpongeBob, do me a favor and take these Mitches home. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, meow. You guys, meow. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, bitch, no repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, it's like I'm my own now. I get hurt, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-Gatsu-Razoo.com W-H-O-B-A-Z-O-O-Gatsu-Razoo.com Enter website, enter website, enter website, enter website.